What's up, everybody? After a overdue hiatus, Be Dangerous is back again with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. Hell, the new season of Dangerous Sports Talk. I am on season five while being on this platform, recording on Anchor, and then it being distributed everywhere. So for you guys that have been listening for that time, I thank you so very much again and again for your love and your support of the brand, getting it to grow some more. I definitely love you guys for that. And I have a lot of shit to cover. And with that being said, we're going to get right into it. So I do have an announcement about the podcast that I was on with my friend, Mike. What's up with you, Mike? Shout out. And on the mic when Mike is canceled, Mike really didn't tell me too much about what happened. Like, he really doesn't know what happens. Like, the higher ups, like, something happened within, like, the big dogs. You know what I'm saying? Because the same day he told me that it was canceled, he said we were going to do the show. And I'm like, okay. Like, we're doing the show. Then he texts me back again and says, we're not doing the show. He's like, the big dogs said I couldn't do it. So, I'm not really sure what's going on there. But... I'm not sure if the show is going to be picked up again or not. Like, I'm not entirely sure yet. I know he's going to let me know if anything changes. But I do want to thank my friend Michael right here for giving me the opportunity to grow my brand on that platform, doing what I did for over a year or better. That was the longest I had ever been consistently on the radio. And I know other opportunities will come. And I'm still waiting for On The Mic To Mic will come back if if that is in the works as well. So, again, Michael, I thank you so much for that. And it will not go unnoticed. And the NFL and Deshaun Watson came to an agreement that he's going to have an 11-game suspension and a fine. I don't remember exactly what the fine was or how much it even is, but that's pretty much what it is. And at this point, it's like we know the NFL wants to make an example out of a black quarterback, of course. And once again, over shit that hasn't even been confirmed. Because it's like, Like, you get a guy as skilled as Deshaun Watson. You have a guy with the mindset of Deshaun Watson. And they wanted to besmirch his reputation to the point where you start to believe all this shit. But I'm like, we haven't seen one witness, like physically seen one witness. All we've heard is accused of this, accused of that. We haven't seen anybody. And it's like, this shit hasn't even been confirmed nor denied. So I'm still iffy about the whole damn thing. But they got what they wanted. They wanted him to be suspended. Okay, he's suspended. And you find him for 11 games. Now after this, are y'all going to move on and let this man move on with his life? Or are y'all going to find something else to fucking target his reputation and hinder him from playing another season in the NFL? Because it's like, Literally, what is all this for? And then Roger Goodell says it's despicable behavior or something to that effect. And I'm like, I'm sure that it that the big NFL execs do some fucking questionable things that go under the radar and they pay people off because they know they don't want it to reach the media. But you want black quarterbacks to be held in such a high standard. Meanwhile, you're the ones doing dirt on the low. And you pay off whomever you got to pay off so they don't go public with the shit. And honestly, I'm just waiting for something to happen with them. The same people that has are so damn hard on Deshaun Watson about what he hasn't done, what he's done or hasn't done. 
I want to see one of them in a situation like this to see what the fuck they would do. If someone were to actually come out and say, so-and-so did this to me. I want to see how they would handle that and how that, or how the NFL would handle it. Since y'all hold him to such a high standard, why the fuck wouldn't you do the same thing? Or would you even do the same thing that you did with Deshaun Watson? We know the answer to that question, but ugh, it's just a fucking mess. So hold on, hold on. I got my notes here and I'm like, it's a, it's a lot of shit to talk about and I didn't want to forget anything. And one of my friends actually mentioned this. He wanted me to talk more about the WNBA and I'm like, okay. Plus the playoffs are really straight ahead and I know games are going to be on ABC. And one thing that I wish that the WNBA was taking a lot more seriously because back in the 90s, late 90s when the WNBA came out, it was taken seriously. People were actually going to games, actually paying for merchandise. Like the WNBA seemed to be on its way, but then after... Certain players retired. Interest started to wane. The WNBA really wasn't out there as much as it was back then. You know, because I could turn on Lifetime and turn on a WNBA game. And it wouldn't be shit for me to watch that. Or even on NBC. NBC, when it was still covering basketball, they covered WNBA games just like they would NBA games. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I miss those times. Where women's sports was a hell of a lot more respected. Especially since this was the very first pro league in the the WNBA. Well, women's basketball, I should say. Because back in the days, you have to remember, there were no WNBA things. Like, you had to play overseas if you wanted to play professionally if you were a woman. And not that anything was wrong with that. But they respect you overseas more than they will here because their focus is more so on the men. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, these women ball out just like the guys. So respect them, support them. Granted, yes, there are going to be some women on there that are finding shit that you're going to want to watch play. Same here. Because I used to think Shamiqua Hosclaw was fine as hell before I knew she was into women. But that's another story for a completely another day. And I'm really trying to pull up this. Ugh. I'm trying hard to pull up. The scores for this, but, ugh. Okay, okay, I got it, I got it. The Seattle Storm get by the Mystics in game one. You got, wait, let's see. The Connecticut Sun, they won against, they won against the Dallas Wings in game one of the WNBA playoffs. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is killing me. Ah, Oh, here we go. I got it. I got it. Because I'm trying to give y'all scores and stuff. But it's literally taking forever to pull up and it's irritating the hell out of me right now. Come on, come on, come on. And the Los Angeles Sparks had a bad season. And I'm still sorry about that because I expected so much more. And that brings me to my next... Topic. Miss fine-ass Liz Cambridge steps away from basketball. And I think this is good for her. Because I don't know what managed to happen between last year and this year. Maybe the move to L.A. wasn't what she thought it was going to be. But if your heart isn't in basketball or something that you're doing, then you don't need to be doing it for that moment. 
Granted, if you want to come back and you miss the game, okay, that's perfectly okay. But you can't really sit around and just be in the WNBA if you're not completely 100% satisfied with it and happy with what you do. So for her, I think this is good for her to step away because you don't know what she's going through mentally because people can speculate about this and that, what this person is doing, what this person's mindset is, when you really don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a matter of, okay, she's stepping away. She probably has to get her mindset right emotionally. like, Because being in sports constantly and people think that you're supposed to be put in a box, that gets to be draining after a while. So I can completely understand why she would want to walk away for a little bit. And this is, wait, hold on, I got it. I'm just doing this just to talk more and kind of kill time. Okay, like I said, Dallas win, Connecticut Sun, Sun, the Sun win, 93 to 68. Mystics lose to the Seattle Storm by three points, 86 to 83. Then the upcoming series is a New York Liberty in Chicago Sky. And the Phoenix Mercury and the Las Vegas Aces. I'm going to have to see wh- what um, channels these are coming on. Because I do actually want to watch the playoffs this season. Like if it's not on ABC, I'm not going to be able to watch it. Or I might have to stream it somewhere else. I don't fucking know. But one thing that I am going to start doing is giving more love to women's sports. Because obviously, I'm a woman who loves sports, of course. And to see women do what the men do... Obviously, that's fucking awesome to me. It's incredible to me. I love it. So I definitely am going to start giving more shine to women's sports because they definitely deserve it. And the NFL preseason is here. I think I watched maybe one, maybe one or two preseason games. I think that was the Colts versus the Low Bills on Saturday when I was at work last week. And like I said, it's not really too much to cover there. I knew I was going to be able to do a new season when the NFL season started fully, but I'm like, you know what? I got to mention preseason as well, so why not? Here we go. The New York Giants played the Patriots. They won by two. Giants won by two over the Patriots. The Baltimore Ravens beat the Tennessee Titans 23-10. to Then this is what I was watching. The Arizona Cardinals versus the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cardinals won 36-23. I still watch the Cardinals with attitude because there is no Larry, but still. I'm always going to hold that grudge against them. But anyway, the 49ers played the Packers. They won 28-21. The Falcons actually won over the Detroit Lions 27-23. The Cleveland Browns actually pulled off a shocker win versus the Jacksonville Jaguars 24 to 13. We got the New York Jets versus the Philadelphia Eagles. They won 24 to 21. Then I briefly watched the Chiefs game, the Chiefs and Bears game. Then I knew the Bears were going to win that game. They won 19 to 14. Other game I told y'all about Indianapolis versus Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills won by three, 27 to 14, 14 to 24. And I'm happy that the Seattle Seahawks lost against the Steelers, 32-25. to And I think I briefly watched this game as well. The Denver Broncos versus the Dallas Cowboys, 17-7. to 
Then you had the defending NFL champions. The Raiders. Raiders. The Rams versus the Chargers. Chargers won 29-22. Panthers played against the the Washington Redskins. They won by two, 23-21. The Miami Dolphins played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They also won by two, 26-24. Houston Texans beat the... Ah, damn. The New Orleans Saints, 17-13. And the Minnesota Vikings lost against the Las Vegas Raiders 20-26. And that was preseason week one. This week, we got... Hold on. Am I even... Yeah, I'm about to turn on notifications for this. Okay, we got the Carolina Panthers playing the Patriots. We have the Saints versus the Packers. Texans versus the Rams. Denver versus Buffalo. 49ers against Minnesota. Pittsburgh versus Jacksonville, Dallas versus the Chargers, Detroit Lions versus the Indianapolis Colts, the Commanders against the Chiefs, Buccaneers versus the Titans, the Raiders versus the Dolphins. Then we also have on Sunday, Bengals versus the Giants, Ravens versus the Cardinals, Eagles versus the Browns, Monday, Atlanta versus the Jets, then, okay, this is okay. But yeah, preseason is picking up, so I'm definitely going to have to start covering some games in the NFL. Because I do cover a little bit of everything, so I'm trying to make sure I get everything out there. Let's see, got that, and got this. And what I've been meaning to talk about, I spoke on it a little bit, but I really didn't get into too much detail because I knew I was going to have to do a show about it. Laheed James. Sign signs a two-year extension with the Lakers. And the Lakers didn't make many moves that would appease him. And we know that Lahee is going to want to win at all costs. No matter who he has to sacrifice. No matter who he has to trade away to make this shit happen. He's going to find a way to get the Lakers to make some trades to his liking. What I would tell the Lakers mass, what I would tell Jeannie, what I would tell Rob, stand your fucking ground. He is a player that y'all hired to be on the team, to do his job, to shut up and play basketball and not try to play the GM and try not to be the fucking coach. Tell his ass to sit back and let y'all work. Trust the players that you have on the team right now, even though I know they're not going to do shit. This is going to be your 20th year in the league. Sit your ass down for once in your career and let the GMs do what the fuck they do. If you make team if you make players around you better, do that with the player that you fucking have. You can talk all this shit on Twitter, on social media. Is that going to help your team in the long run or are you just running your mouth? If it's not going to do either, then shut the hell up and play basketball. Because I believe he's trying to get his son in there. And I don't speak ill on nobody's kids. Honestly, I don't. Unless they give me a reason to. But sir, sit your ass back. Deal with the new coaching staff that you have in Darvinham and Rasheed Wallace of all people. Play basketball. Get ready for the season. 
talk all your little bullshit to make the fans feel good and get them excited. And it's your job to produce the numbers that you've been producing. Because remember, people, remember, he was supposed to be the Laker to blow every other Laker out the water. And be better than Magic, Kobe, Shaq, Mike, and Jerry West combined. And what have we gotten in return? Three of the four years. No playoff. A first round exit. And nothing but disappointments, injuries, and bullshit. So I don't expect too much from these two years. Honestly, I'm ready for his ass to go. And this is the shit that I knew was going to happen in the first place. But of course, nobody listens to me until shit materializes, remember? Because Be Dangerous has absolutely no clue of what I speak of. Until shit starts to happen. Then suddenly y'all want to act surprised and act like I've never seen this shit before. Absolutely not. I'm to the stage in my life where I don't feel the need to snap off like I used to unless I don't have a choice but to. Numbers being real easy going. However, if you come to me, I will give you the smoke that you seek. And then sit there and watch you be shook by the shit that I say. So, Lahi, I'm sorry, Liu, invest in your hairline, invest in your body, and shut the hell up and play basketball. That's what you do. And on that note, this first episode of the new season of Dangerous Sports Talk is wrapped up. I thank you guys over and over again for your undying support and your loyalty to Dangerous Sports Talk and to me, Be Dangerous. I love you guys so very much. Run up the listens on this and my previous podcasts that are still getting listens right now as we speak. And on that note, I am out of here. Peace.